Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Only there was some news this morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers, your podcast. Good morning, everybody. What up, baby? Yeah, I mean, that's a flurry of activity. Whole college football world turned on its head. Money floating around in college football, boy. Money floating around. I think I did the wrong thing. I should have went into coaching. Yeah. I'd have been like at five stops already. What's the difference between the NFL and college? You get paid more in college. Oh. (laughs) It's bigger business Mm -hmm. for coaches right now. (laughs) Key, what did you just say when, like, as we're, before the sound started playing on the intro, what did you just say about Brian Kelly, who, by the way, is leaving Notre Dame, for a contract reported to be in excess of $100 million to go to LSU. What did you just say to me? I, I said, I don't think that that's going to work because you got to get – your hands have got to be slimy in the SEC conference. You got to – it's a different deal. He's a Midwest guy going to the deep south. So it's just a different – it's easy to pluck one guy – who wants to go to a highly academic institution like Notre Dame, that one kid that's from says, oh, I want to go to Notre Dame, I want to go to Stanford. But when you got to construct an entire roster of Louisiana, Mississippi, you know, Georgia, uh, give me another state that's near there that uh, yeah, the uh, best Kurt, player out of Kentucky or whatever, you know, Tennessee, you got Florida. Florida. Really now you got to grab, you know, all those guys because you can get one or two guys out of Florida to go to Notre Dame. You can sell that. But LSU, man, you I'm just like That's interesting because it, you would think, Jay, that that one of the reasons he goes guy. one of the reasons Brian Kelly goes is he doesn't have a national title. And because he could probably get something close to that money at Notre Dame, you would think if he had a competing offer, you'd think. And and the reason you get a national title at LSU is you would think recruiting. But Key is making the argument actually it's a more competitive recruiting environment. And oh that makes God, it harder yes. to recruit than if you're at Notre Dame, which has its own thing. Yeah, but you have unlimited resources, and you have a school that's willing to go to any degree at all to give you the best players in the country. Like, there's a, there's a little bit of a difference there when you have facilities, you have resources, and you have a school that has the mindset, we are going to win at football. That's what we're all about all the time. I mean, look, at, at the time, though, he wasn't the greatest coach, but Nick Saban did leave Michigan State with no footprint in the South and did go to LSU and won. So it, it's not like it's not possible. It's See, when, possible. When, Key, when you first said it, I thought you meant style of play. No, like, the style of play would be fine. I'm talking about from a recruiting standpoint. Because when you recruit in the SEC in college football, you're going up against all the big boys. Everybody, right? When you're Notre Dame and you're Stanford, you're taking one or two guys. You're going to take the best guy in who wants a – Top-notch education. It's a certain type of from guy. South Carolina. Right. Who's going to say, I like, I, I want to do that. But then when you go and you get this that guy from South Carolina who you're trying to get to go to LSU, he's like, you know what, I'm just going to go to Clemson or I'm going to stay home and go to South Carolina. It's a different situation in the recruiting cycle when now you got Nick Saban sitting here at Alabama and I got all the trophies in the world. All I do is push out first-round picks. When you got now, you got Billy Napier, N- Napier, or however Napier, you say, Napier, Napier at Florida. You got Lane at Ole Miss. You got Josh Heupel at Tennessee. 
So you got all that. You got Sark at Texas, and they all basically are going for the same pot of gold within that region. You know, it's di- like Brian Kelly could come to L.A. and he can get two guys, three guys out of California a year with no problem at all because he's going to get guys that are looking for high academics and good football. When you're going into that region where all of you know the words, those I think what are you giving? You're me making different? the argument that what are you selling? What are you giving me different? to these kids? What are you giving? That's me? different. If you're at Notre Dame, you're selling something unique. Man, you sell no. As much as I hate Notre Dame, Max. You selling Notre Dame? I can show you Rudy in the movie if you like. We're on, and I know this one. We're we're on television every week. Yes, all college football is, but we are on NBC and we got our own our own deal. TV deal. It's, yeah. A, yeah. it's a different deal. That's why I don't understand why he moved. Just don't get it. I, I mean, look, yeah, it's time for Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Brian Kelly, uh, at the time the Notre Dame head coach. <laughs> On November 22nd, on the thought of leaving Notre Dame at any point. Wait, we'll play the question, too. Other than retiring from your current profession, could you see yourself leaving Notre Dame of your own volition? No. No. Really? I mean, look, I think Mike Tomlin had the best line, right? You know, um, unless uh, unless that... Uh, that fairy godmother comes by with that, you know, $250 million check. I'd, my wife would want to take a look at it first. I'd have to run it by her. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Jay, that sounded like he was negotiating at the time. And he's like, hey, you got 250 for me? Ah, we got 125 <laughs> I, I, I could honestly, I mean, I, I could care less that a coach says no. And then obviously going with the win, financial situations change, opportunities change. You know, I, I look at this whole thing for kids who now go into college sports. This is a multi-billion dollar business. You can't look at it anymore, regardless of whether the coach is on the road recruiting you, telling you all the good things that you want to hear. The reality of the nature is if a better opportunity comes up for this coach and his family, he might have the opportunity to take it. And I can't knock him for doing that. Kids now have the opportunity to go to a different school. Look at what's happening with the transfer portal right now. We have things like NIL. This is the business of the world that we live in in college sports now, guys. I wonder how much of this flurry of activity, I know there are openings now, but the level of money where top Mm -hmm. coaches are now routinely, it seems, going to be getting eight figures a year has to do with the NIL changing transfer portals, changing the business of college football. No, it's more. I think it's more about the revenue stream that's coming in for the universities. The revenue stream that's coming in for the universities and the product that the universities are putting on the field. Because most of this money is not coming from the university itself. It comes from the donors as a donation to the university. So they go to you, Max, and they say, hey, we need your help to get this deal done. Will you? I, I got Steve over here and Bob. They're going to put in 75 apiece. Would you drop 100 in? And he goes, well, let me talk to my wife. And then they decide. You to better do go that. to Fred or somebody. <laughs> Seventy-five what bucks? <laughs> Jay Billis, by the way, the great Jay Billis, tweeted: Coaches complain about players opting out of bowl games, and two coaches agree to new jobs while their teams are competing for a spot <laughs> in the CFP. This can't be good for the industry. How can college presidents condone such interference with coaches under contract? Integrity? See, nah. 
I I, I agree with Jay, a hundred percent, Billis on this. It's because it's, it's that's why I don't I can't wrap my head around. You have a chance. You're sitting at number six. You're ten and one. Anything Michigan can get pounded by Iowa. Okay, Georgia could just run muck on Alabama. Or just Michigan can just Houston, lose. In Houston, all of a sudden, in a triple overtime, beat Cincinnati. And Notre Dame is in the college football playoffs. And I took a job at LSU. That's why I'm like, that was, there's your chance. You want to win a national championship so bad? There you go. But he probably got squeezed by LSU. Meaning. Now or never. Now or never. Mm-hmm. That's kind of now or never, you know? Mm-hmm. J one hundred percent Bill. That's what they should call him. J one hundred percent Billis. Mm-hmm. Keeps it thorough. That dude. He's I mean, like, it's the world we live in, though. I mean, coaches complain about kids opting out for you know playoffs and bowls and things of that sort, but they do the same thing. Protecting their money, players are protecting their interest in money because you don't want to be Jalen Smith from a couple years ago when he was at uh, Notre Dame and he completely kicked himself out of the first round because he got hurt playing in a meaningless Fiesta Bowl that had no championship implications. But now coaches are leaving. Ryan Kelly, oh, man. If what y'all you think about do, for how long these dudes were, were Ryan Kelly was on the kids road. in the head with this oh, wait, stuff? No. Ryan Kelly was on the road over the last 48 hours recruiting. Think about it. Going into people's houses. Hey, come them. to Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame is great. Now he's got to go back around with an LSU Tiger logo on. And explain to the family that, hey, I just was thinking about you guys now that I'm in Louisiana. Same thing with Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley was recruiting. Because you're selling different <laughs> things at Notre Dame and LSU, not just yourself, but the institution. But that's a beautiful part, though, if you're the coach. Because you're sitting there saying, all right, if I don't like you anymore, or if you don't fit into what my new school is, but with the transfer portal, you can still decommit. Come here with me. It's still the same coach. It's me. Better facilities. You can point. sell a different program. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests, including LSU's own Marcus Spears at 7.30 a.m. Eastern, join on the Goodyear Hotline. Today, by the way, is Giving Tuesday. It's a day when people all across the country give back to support the organizations that mean the most to them and their communities. And here at ESPN, it's an all-day V Foundation stunt across ESPN audio platforms to kick off V Week. 2021. When you donate to the V Foundation, 100% of your donation goes to cancer research because they have an endowment that covers all administrative expenses. Administrative, pardon me, expenses. 100% of what you give to the V Foundation goes to the researchers working so hard to find a cure for cancer. By the way, the, the, the cure for cancer it's the number one threat to humanity. But everything is cancer. The person who figures that out deserves something beyond a Nobel Prize. And the V Foundation has received 11 consecutive four-star ratings out of four by Charity Navigator, a leading charity evaluator. This places the V Foundation among the top 2% of all charities evaluated. Speaking of the V Foundation, someone who has had a profound impact. On, on that and, and all of us. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. I never imagined that I'd be able to be standing here 20 years after Jimmy V's speech and say that because of all the donations, research, and support, mine is one of the lives that's been saved. 
Join us in the V Foundation in the fight against cancer. Visit V.org slash donate today. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. And that's what I'm going to try to do. Every minute that I have left, I will thank God for the day, for the moment I have. Join us in the V Foundation in the fight against cancer. Visit v.org slash donate today. Giving Tuesday all across ESPN. We're kicking off V Week tomorrow. Guys, we all worked with Stu Scott, Stuart Scott here at ESPN. And I don't even want to say he lost his battle to cancer in 2015. He passed in 2015. He had cancer. But lost the battle, like, listen, in the end, it, it ends for all of us. And if you live long enough, cancer is so pervasive around the world, something else doesn't get you. It'll get you. Like, he fought it. Stu fought cancer like a champ. Mm-hmm. Um, just months prior to his passing, he gave this amazing speech at the 2014 ESPYs when he was given the Jimmy V Award for his fight against cancer. Listen, we want to play you a clip of Stu's speech. It is worth listening to. Every day I am reminded that our life's journey is really about the people who touch us. When I first heard that I was going to be honored with this reward, the very first thing that I did was I was speechless, briefly. I've presented this award before. I mean, I've watched in awe as... Kay Yao and Eric Legrand and all these other great people grace this stage. And although intellectually I get it, 
I'm a public figure. I have a public job. I'm battling cancer. Hopefully, I'm inspiring. At my gut level, I really didn't think that I belong with those great people. But I listened to what Jim Valvano said 21 years ago. The most poignant seven words ever uttered in any speech anywhere. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Those great people didn't. Coach Valvano didn't. So to be honored with this, I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. I'm not special. I just listened to what the man said. I listened to all that he said, everything that he asked of us, and that's to build the V Foundation. And let me tell you, man, it works. I'm talking tangible benefits. You saw me in that clinical trial. Now, here's the thing about that. Coach Valvano's words 21 years ago, helping me and thousands of people like me right now, direct benefits. That's why all of this, why we're here tonight, that's why it's so important. I also realized something else recently. You heard me kind of allude to it in the piece. I said, I'm not losing. I'm still here. I'm fighting. I'm not losing. But I got to amend that. When you die, that does not mean that you lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. I love that. I mean, uh, lose to cancer. We're all, it ends. The, the, the journey of life ends eventually. It's not, it's not that, that you, you uh, beat or lose. It, it's how you live. It's the process itself. It's the way you fight, the way you struggle against anything, right? And I found that speech, especially that part of the speech, really inspirational. And Stu, if you knew him or worked with him, was... I, I, let me tell you a little story. I'm sure you guys have your own. So I started hosting Around the Horn. I was one of the architects of that show and the original host in, oh, maybe two? I don't remember the exact, like, I don't know. We're going back almost 20 years. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like 28 years old or something like that and loud and, you know, I'm, I'm muting these sports writers who are twice my age and being obnoxious and all that. And, and so, like, the older generation didn't kind of know what to make of it. And I remember hearing stuff. There was one person at ESPN who thought I wasn't right for the job and this and that. And we were getting killed in the press, even though it was raiding and everything. And Stu Scott sees me. Stuart Scott was on top of the world. He was the most famous person at ESPN, I would say, at that point. And, and complete, like totally known in popular culture. And who was I? I just got there. And he sees me. He makes, he makes a beeline toward me, like sees me, makes it his business to come over me, takes me aside. He's like, listen, I love what you're doing. Don't listen to any. Like, you know, I thought to myself, someone who's on top like that, they don't have to take a young person kind of under their wing and, and give them encouragement. Like it wasn't a lot of people in the industry are competitive or they don't. No, he was exactly the opposite with people. He wanted people to succeed. And that meant a lot to me. I remember thinking at the time, like this dude's on top of the world. He doesn't have to do that. He was that kind of guy. No, he, he was. Um, and you talked about other, you know, wanting people to succeed. So I first met Stu in 1996. I was coming out of college, and I shot a This Is Sports Center commercial with him. Uh, me, Kobe Bryant, and Kenny Mayne. Uh, you, you know, you've seen it a bunch. And uh, so that was the first interaction I had with him. Then when I retired, I mean, obviously through the the years of playing football, you see him in interviews, things of that nature. But 
once I retired and I took a job at you at uh, at ESPN, one of the first things he told me is he said, "Don't ever change who I was for the people in the building." Wear the clothes, the way I wear them, be me, be Keyshawn. Don't all of a sudden be put in a box. Because if you put in a box and you try to be something that you're not, that's when your career go in a different direction. But if you stay authentic to who you are, you'll have a long-lasting career in this space. So I've always taken that advice. I'm not ever going to try to be something I'm not. I'm going to always be authentic. Either you like it or you don't. And that was the way he was. It was he was different than anybody else on sports television. Nobody like him, not one. You beat cancer in how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. Those are powerful ass words, man. And that those are just words for everybody in everyday life because we've seen it with Kobe Bryant, we've seen it with people. Obviously, we're talking about cancer and this now, but how life can be here today and be gone tomorrow, and how you treat people matters. And Stewie was always the person that treated people in first-class manner. From my draft party to giving me advice on broadcasting to giving me advice on one day wanting to be a husband and a father, um, how he lived his life is still the same thing that has left the footprint on how people look at Stuart Scott to this day. Work, working with him on the late sports center, I don't know, I did it for about, I'm going to say six about five, five years, late sports center, we did after the Super Bowl. So we would do it every single every single time after the uh, the Super Bowl. It would be me. Uh, it would either be me and him along with Steve Levy, um, Trent Dilford at the time. So we would do the wrap-up show and, uh, you know, sit next to him, talk about dudes. Did, what we do is way different than sports center where you read the highlights and doing stuff. It was crazy just watching how, you know, they could just be the architects of that and get that done so smoothly. It was like, oh, okay, I see how we got to follow these steps. Uh, yeah, I love what he said, Jay, that you quoted, because the clock is ticking on all of us. It's mm-hmm. how you live your life. The cancer, I'm sure, sharpened that point of view, but the way he lived his life was a great example of, of, uh, of you know, of, of how, how you aspire to live. Look, Much more Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is next on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. One word. I'm one of those kids who have cancer. One hope. We hope his treatment is working. We just hope. One mission. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join us in the V Foundation in the fight against cancer. Visit v.org slash donate today. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Download the podcast. Presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear Hotline. By the way, Dr. Pepper, call in line. Who wins a national title first is the question we're asking. Brian Kelly or Lincoln Riley? And by the way, this is a Giving Tuesday. All day long, ESPN Radio is going to be supporting the V Foundation. You can be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up, and so are, and the fans are hyped. I guess I could say so are the fans, and they're hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Okay. Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys head coach, who has been diagnosed with COVID, um was asked about getting ready for Thursday without being able to coach on game day. This is what he said. Preparation, we got to complete it because it obviously gives us the best chance on Thursday night. I mean, obviously, I think it's going to be tough. Sit there and watch your team compete. That's, uh, you know, that's difficult. You know, obviously, I, I had a little bit of that experience there at the end of uh, 2018, and, um, you know, it was, it was brutal to watch. Key, just for this game against the Saints, what will the impact – of no Mike McCarthy be on the Cowboys? I don't think it'll be an impact at all. They got the luxury of having Dan Quinn, a former head coach at Atlanta Falcons, on the sideline. So he's going to be the acting coach for now. Um, Very well-liked. Yeah, he's well-liked. He knows in-game adjustments and decisions. Red, You know, who's going to throw the red flag? He'll be doing it. He's a head coach for this particular game. So you got him calling the defense. You got uh, Bones Fossil as a special teams coordinator. And now you got Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. So all the coordinators are intact as of right now. So you don't have any issues when you have an acting head coach that can do the little things, the adjustments, go for it on fourth down if I choose to, kick a field goal if I choose to, go for an onside kick. He's still having the same conversations with Bone Fossils as he would with anybody else. So I, I don't see it making a big adjustment out of it at all. I think people will try to make something of it. Especially like me. if they win a game. Me. And then if they lose the game, you'll go hide in a hole and won't say anything. That's right. I, this is what, Jay, here's 1, what's crazy. Here's what's crazy to me, Jay, as a Cowboys hater, because I'm a Giants fan, right? I don't know what to root for here. If the Cowboys lose, that's hilarious to me because, oh, my God, the Cowboys are so great, as usual. A bunch of losses in a row. They're 7-5. and five. They're not so great. They're not much better than Washington, who's not that good. I think I find that hilarious. However, if they win... Without Mike McCarthy on the sideline, now we have Cowboys controversy. No. Will McCarthy keep no. his job past this year? Well, I'm going to try to fan that flame at I, least. I don't think anybody in a reasonable mind, Max, you, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't say if Dan Who says Quinn, I'm reasonable? <laughs> all I'm saying is even if they do win, you're not going to say Dan Quinn deserves to be the head coach more than Mike McCarthy. No, but I will think sense. about what Rex Ryan has said about on Kellen this Moore. show that, and others, that Kellen Moore – they're not going to let him out of the building. And he believes, what was it, that 
what do you say that Mike McCarthy needs to win a Super Bowl to keep his job? No, he just was just was saying that they have Super Bowl aspirations, and, and if they don't look like they're headed in a direction, Kellen Moore could be a guy that they would turn to. Well, because they don't want all, him to leave the building. Yeah, but first of all, Jerry Jones is never going to do that because that's not his that's not his style is to get rid of a coach after two seasons. They let him at least run the course of their contracts, even some even longer in the case of Jason Garrett. Uh, Kellen Moore has done an okay job as a coordinator. He's done an okay job. He has not been lights out. He has not been the early returns of Sean McVay with the Rams. Hasn't had Amari Cooper no, for a minute. Has a lot of injuries. Been, he's Ezekiel Elliott no, hasn't been with, the same the last three games. Even when he's had them in the lineup, he's just been okay. Not to the point where you go, oh, my God, He's so good, I can't afford to lose this guy. But we have been talking about Dallas before this last, you know, four-game stretch is having one of the most potent offenses in the league, right? The explosivity of it. And Kellen Moore was one of the reasons of that. More importantly for me, this comes down to, is the bottom starting to fall out again for the Cowboys? That's what I'm saying, Is the bottom starting to fall out again? I mean, lost last three or four (laughs) games. And now the COVID situation, Ezekiel Elliott is not the same. I mean, he has not been – they have not had the same rushing attacks. Defense has started to figure them out. Like, so are we watching it? The next three games on the road, at the Saints. You talk about at the Washington, at Washington football team, and then at Giants. What do you? This is what I'm asking. So Jay. they'll see two. They'll see three decent defenses. Zeke's been hurt with an ankle injury, right? So that has kind of hobbled him. They but got Cooper's Tony coming Pollard. back. They got Tony Pollard. C.D. Lamb will be back. Amari Cooper's coming back. Toron Smith is coming back. Um, Demarcus Lawrence will be coming back. Randy Gregory will be coming back. They get their left tackle back and their two best yeah. receivers back. To me, that's the most important thing, and they should look better. What I want to know, Jay, from you, and you're a Giants fan, but also you have rooting interest in your family and the Chicago Bears, right? Oh, so, we're pulling for Matt. I'm pulling for Kellen Moore there. Right. Oh, Easily. That's what oh, I'm saying. Oh, 1,000%. That's what I'm saying. I've been thinking what about do you Moore. want to see? Oh, I mean, I mean, of course I would love to see Dallas lose. Right. Of course I would love to see Dallas lose and have the bottom fall out. I mean, be real with you about it. I, I am a fan of Dak Prescott, and I want to see them be successful. It just – it seems like they always have all the pieces to win a championship. It just feels like the conversation has lessened drastically. Like we were talking about this team being a Super Bowl contender, and now all of a sudden we're talking about, you know, where will they be? You know, people don't have faith in them as much as we used to have faith in them. I, 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 as a Giants fan, I love seeing it. There were some people I, I who said – going to the Super Bowl. Still? Do I look stupid? <laughs> Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I ain't got to go no damn Super Bowl. See, this is what I'm saying, no, Key. So, so the last couple weeks. They don't look right. They just Everything you just wrong, said. I don't know what's wrong with them. They get everybody back, but until they get everybody back and show me something, yeah. then I can't, everything, I can't trust them, man. I'm, I'm, uh, Stephen A is 100% right, Max. They, it's something every week. Every I week. text him yesterday, and just all I could do is laugh, and he responded back. All I could do is laugh because – now the coach got COVID. It's just always something. Is Jerry Jones going to be mad at him? Someone steals <laughs> some drawers out of a, a department store. Oh, that was Someone, years oh, ago. Uh, that kid but alone, the point, I'm, I'm just saying, these are the kind Remember of things. That? Yes. But dude, you make like $400 million and you're still in, like something's wrong with you. Right. You go, go steal a pair of Kelvin Klein underwear. For what? I don't even know if they was Kelvin Klein. No, no, Kelvin Klein. You said it right the Kelvin first time. Klein. No, Kelvin Klein underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Off-brand. Where do you the expensive damn underwear? Kelvin Klein's. Yo, but that's what I'm saying. Look, you can point out rationally key all the reasons. Go down yeah. the list. Check, check, check. This guy's out. This happened. This happened. That's why they've been losing. But in your gut, Denver. you don't believe in them anymore. 
People, but people, a lot of people thought that's the best team in football. No, I did. If you would have asked me prior to the Denver game, and even after the Denver game when they beat up on Atlanta, I'm like, oh, they're going to be all right. They straight. Mm-hmm. But then they go out. It's just like, man, come I on. I have man. a theory Seriously? on the Cowboys. I want to bounce it off you guys. Crazy. Okay. It's not that they're not good. They are good. They're usually, they usually have a good roster. But my opinion is that, they're ro- that we usually overestimate their chances. By we, I mean collectively in the media. Their chances are overrated because since they're so popular and we know on national shows they sell, we talk about them and focus on them all the time. So we know the roster better than we know other rosters. Your average fan knows the offensive line of the, of the Cowboys, that kind of stuff. And because of that, and because they are good, we always think they're better than they actually are. We're more familiar with, with their good, good players. Man. No, good they're players. good, man. They- I'm not saying they're not good, but we think they're great when they're only good. No, no, I'm never going to say they're great. What I would say is based on what I saw week one against Tampa Bay, then they ran off five or six in a row. They did. I think they won off so, seven in a row. Keith. So I'm like, oh, they the team to beat. I'm like, literally, oh, they the team to beat. But then... Dak gets sidelined. They go to Minnesota. Rush comes in. They win the game. So now I put more emphasis on, oh, they're the team to beat. And then they come back. They lose to Denver based on, you know, whatever. The, the Von Miller's trade. They take it lightly. They get run out of the building. But then they come back and they thump Atlanta. That was an okay playoff team at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were not the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. They, was they a, were beating bad teams yeah, instead they, of losing to them. They were a yeah. team. And then they run them through, through the mud. And I'm like, okay, well, Dallas is good. And then they go and get thumped to follow. I'm just like, I can't. They let the uh, Raiders, I want to remind the Raiders clip them. Oof. I want to remind everyone. Go back three, four years. Going into every season. There were plenty of people saying Cowboys could win the Super Bowl or get out of the NFC this year. Three, four years in a row now. And at, by the way, they lose on Thursday. Could easily happen. Seven and five. I'm just saying. Remember a couple of years ago, Dak wasn't hurt. They went eight and eight. They went eight. And they couldn't win the division. It was the worst division anyone had ever seen. They went eight and eight. Didn't go to the playoffs. And they were supposed to be Super Bowl contenders that year. Dan Graziano joins us now. Daniel. Hey, Dan. In studio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. All right, let's, let's keep this conversation going with hot news or not news, Dan. All right. In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, will you tell me? Is this hot news or is not news? You're so scary, you're going to throw it to me. <laughs> Dan, Mike McCarthy tests positive for COVID. We all wish him well, a speedy recovery. He won't coach versus the Saints on Thursday. Hot news or not news? It's hot news because it's, it's, more, it's more mess around the Cowboys, right? <laughs> like, it's not just him. He's, yeah, there are other coaches involved. There are players involved. The right tackle's not going to be able to play. So, you stack that on top of Amari Cooper's had to miss the last two games. Plus, hasn't been cleared yet for this one, by the way. Uh, you, you know, C.D. Lamb's been out. Ezekiel Elliott's banged up. There's just a lot going on with this team, uh, and this is part of it. So, I mean, you're going to tell me McCarthy doesn't matter. They can win without him, and you're probably right. But the fact that there's a COVID outbreak going on in their facility, I think, is hot news. Yes, it's hot news because it's the Dallas Cowboys, and there's always something wrong with them. I don't care what it is, right? It's the getting run out of the building by Diver. It's Dak Prescott's injury, it's C.D. Lamb, it's Amari Cooper, it's Jerry going after Amari Cooper, it's now the head coach's COVID. Now, like Dan said, the building is infected. Like, it's just 
always something. It's always something. Always. It's hot news just because I love watching Max's face when people who are believed in Dallas start to not believe in <laughs> Dallas, and he enjoys it so much. There is an episode of South Park, I, I made a reference to it yesterday, where um, Eric Cartman uh, tricks Scott Tennerman into doing something terrible. And so when oh, Scott Tennerman – That's a tough watch. Yes, when Scott Tennerman yeah. starts to cry, Eric Cartman, because he wants revenge <laughs> on this kid, licks the tears off his face. <laughs> That's how I feel with Cowboys fans. I want to yeah, lick the tears off yeah, their I face. Tell them what he made Tennerman do. Well, he made him eat his parents yeah. in the chili. Jeez. Yeah. It's early in the morning for that. What are you It's early in the morning for that. It's a cartoon. Yeah. It's for kids. Very aggressive. Listen, yes. South Park. Well, kids, kids won't be watching no, nothing like kids. that. Yeah. Yeah. Not for kids. How are you raising your kids, Max? Come well, on now. No, I don't let them watch Jeez. South Park. Well, that's not entirely true. Listen, the, it's neither here nor there. The point is, yes, the Cowboys fans' misery makes me happy. All right. Washington gets a win on Monday Night Football, Dan. Two games back of the Cowboys in the NFC East. Hot news or not news? I think not news. I think we see this happen. I don't think they could catch the Cowboys. I, I think that maybe they can get that seven spot that I think they're in right now. But uh, it, they're playing well. The defense is playing well. Uh, I just, I, I mean, for me, like without, without the pass rushers right now, I just don't know how sustainable it is. Heineke is a great story. Ron Rivera is a great story. I, I just don't see this holding. I think there are better teams in the mix for that playoff spot that Washington has right now. Yeah, this is not news to me. It's just, it's. I mean, I love Ron Rivera. He comes on our show all the time, and, and I'd love to see him get into the playoffs again. But then it's just going to be the same thing out in one. There's better teams that are in the mix, much like Dan says. I, I don't know. It's kind of hot news. I'm just – I don't know what to expect anymore with COVID, a, a new variant coming out, what's going to happen with players. You know, injuries occur. We've seen a lot of randomness this year. Just Antonio Gibson, I mean, look, they found a way yeah. to win – I don't know. I don't know. Um, it is. Can, can I choose a different category? It's hilarious news. Five and six, and you're in the seventh and seed. Oh, and, and by the way, in the NFC East, you might wind up winning this division. The Cowboys might any, fall apart. But what's any different than what Jay Gruden did? <laughs> it feels like the same to me because yeah. they're not well, like the division not was winning, better then. They're not they, winning 10 or 11 games. No, but the division was tougher then. This is not a good division, they, man. They needed to stop a two-point conversion to beat basically the third worst team in the whole league last night at home. <laughs> yeah. I, I, let's see some more. See, hilarious news. Seahawks fall to 3-8 and eight after Monday's loss to Washington. They now have the fourth Worst record Sorry, in the worst. league. I said third. They yeah. were well, third did, last night. They did beat Tampa Bay. They did? So hot news or not news? Uh, hot news. The Seahawks, this is, this is the end of something yeah. here. I mean, they're going to have to rebuild it. Obviously, everything is very much broken, and then the story of the offseason is going to be the quarterback. Are they going to bring him back? Are they going to trade him? If they trade him, then what do they go with at quarterback? I mean, the Seahawks, this is – they did not see this coming. Daniel uh, Jones. They go with Daniel Jones at quarterback. Could, I mean, could be. Heineke. I, who knows? But, yeah, look, I mean, they, they, they have to have another option before they do it. But they're going to have to consider all options because this is the first time under Pete Carroll, well, first time since he drafted Russell Wilson, that the program just looks completely broken there. I, I would say it's hot news, and I am a body language expert when it comes to professional football players. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson was not having fun. And mm-hmm. you could tell something was off with him and Pete. I could just tell. Something was off last night. It was off with him and everybody. He doesn't miss throws like that. You see the one throw yeah, on the sidelines? I was like, I'm tall, but damn. Even <laughs> even for the two-point conversion, you saw DK Metcalf, where he was running that cross route. He was wide open, and he just tried to force it. Look, I, 
Also, you could tell a lot by Pete Carroll's body language, the last post-presser, man. I'm, I've never seen him just – he's always animated. Mm-hmm. He's always optimistic. Uh, this Pete Carroll looks extremely defeated. This is hot news, uh, Chris Mortensen said on this just in fantastic new show on ESPN, by the way, 2 p.m. Eastern. Dan new? Graziano frequently appears. Heard of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, show? the p- handsome host. Anyway, the point is Chris reported, Mort reported, said that, you know, like some people, there's a feeling maybe he got, he rushed back. And you could, if the oh, finger's yeah. not right, then you could understand some of those errant throws. The big thing to me is this, guys. In the offseason, his agent, not an unnamed story, his agent, <laughs> said we would take a trade to these four teams. That tells you he didn't want to be there. But they worked it out somehow. He, uh, it's over But is he still going to be coveted like that? Mm-hmm. I'll give you something for him. I'll give you Daniel Jones and a first-round pick. Sean Payton is looking at this, wondering if he can get his hands on Russell Wilson, what that would look oh, like. Lord, oh, Lord, <laughs> Bidding war. Oh. I do. I think that's Aaron Rodgers not likely to have surgery on his to- toe during the Packers' bye week. Dan, hot news or not news? <laughs> I think not news because it was always going to have to be managed one way or the other. If it was going to be a surgery, then it was going to be one that he could recover from in two weeks. Uh, so it wouldn't have been necessarily extensive. Sounds to me like he's, he's going to be okay, that he can rest it, that he can play with. It didn't seem to bother him on Sunday. Uh, so I think this is just sort of something that's going to be there all season long, and they're going to have to overcome it. But it looks like he's capable of doing that. Yeah, not news. He, he against the Rams, you clearly saw the way he played. He played lights out. So mm-hmm. it wasn't something that affected him at all, whether they gave him something to numb it, to make it feel good, and there was a little pain after the fact. Who knows? Whatever that was, they'll do it again this time out. I'll say it's hot news just because you're talking about Aaron Rodgers' toe. And for me, there is this everlasting imprint of Aaron Rodgers holding his foot up into the camera, having to explain the fact that he was trending on Twitter for a COVID toe and had to say he was just joking around. It wasn't actually COVID toe. Um, I think it's hot news. Yeah, I think that toe, if Aaron Rodgers says it's worse than turf toe, that is a big deal. Although, wait, no, let me change it to not news. It's his pinky toe. Shot me in the pinky toe, right? Like if it was his big toe, that's one thing. Pinky toe, I think they can get away with it. I'm going to say not news. Christian McCaffrey out, of the, out for the rest of the year with an ankle injury. Dan, He's missed 23 games the past two seasons. Yeah, right. not Sadly, this is not news because we're used to it, right? This is what happens now with Christian McCaffrey, and it, it's a shame. I guess the one good thing is, you know, look at it. all those running backs that got paid two off seasons ago that are, that are hurt now, I mean, at least they got paid, right? I mean, like, it's a good thing for Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook and Kamara. I mean, look, who's, who's still standing from that, from that group? I don't know. It's rough. See? Not news. Oh, Dalvin Cook just got I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking. Dalvin I'm, Cook Mixon, just got Mixon's the only one. But he Mixon missed, he missed and what about Chubb? 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 We got yeah. 30 Chubb. seconds, Key. Hot news or not news? I mean, it's not news because, I mean, come on, man. Jay? This dude is like, he Dan, breaks down. So Ezekiel Elliott hurt Christian McCaffrey out. You paying Saquon Barkley? No. Okay. He's already got I him. would say it's no hot problem. news because of what Jay okay. just said. The running back market will be chilled by this. Saquon got hurt. McCaffrey is probably his prime is over given how often he's getting hurt. That's Dan Graziano giving the straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise and Irish goodbye. Is it still okay to say that with his team still on the playoff hunt? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN radio and ESPN two. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.